This is Unclaimed Bands, show 67. Hey music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight we're coming from the legendary Dobbs, 304 South Street in Philadelphia, PA. And tonight, our guests are Black Stars. Welcome, thank you for joining Thanks us, for having sir. me. Uh, I'm going to ask you real quick, you guys. give a little introduction to who you are okay. and what do you do in the band. My name is Nick Greeley. And I'm the frontman and uh, rhythm guitar player for Black Stars, and probably unofficial manager, and uh, publicist, and promotion, and everything else. Is that <laughs> and that's all unofficial, not official? Yeah, yeah. All right, it's, it's, cool. It's there. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Nick. Normally, we're going to change things up here a little bit here uh, with our normal interview. And what we're going to do is we're going to uh, play one of your songs. Great. Okay, uh, just to give everybody a taste of what's going on with your band. Yeah. And uh, then we'll get a little deeper into the interview. How's that sound? That sounds great. Let's All give right. them a taste. Sweet. Okay. Uh, let's uh, let's hear it for "Raise Your Soul."
sorry. That was Raise Your Soul Woo! Black Stars. Woo! Damn, man. Fucking great shit. Yeah, um, you hear that guitar solo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk Holy about that shit. a little bit, right? Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell me, how did you guys, how long have you been in a band together? How did you guys come together as a band? Uh, it's going to be four years now. Um, I started it when I was about 20, and it was just a hometown thing. Uh, my bass player, Freshy. We've been friends since we were 16 years old, playing in several bands together. And then we started this project after another band had broken up and uh, had an, an old drummer, uh, this guy Matt, that we started. We started off as a trio uh, before anything, and we just started gigging around Philly right away. We put out a demo, and then Matt had went to School of Rock as a kid um, really? in Cherry Hill. And there came a point where we were just like, you know, dude, we need a lead guitar player. Like, we need someone to come in. He's really, really good. So we, like, Matt, we know you know some, like, crazy prodigy <laughs> nutbag who can play, like, anything. And he's like, yeah, I, I do. I know this guy named Chester. And me and Fresh, we were just like, his, his name's Chester. Like, for, you know. At first, we were, like, you know, kind of like, oh, yeah. some dude named Chester. That's not cool. <laughs> he came over. I'm Chester. His name's I, I Chester play. Drago. Chester Drago. Cool. I'm not really yeah, a member of the band. It's just an interpretation of that person. He came over and he he just man, he's he's a very very good guitar player. He's he's and he's he doesn't even realize it half the time. He's very modest about his playing and he's he just came in and killed it. And then we were like immediately like, all right, you gotta you gotta stay with us. And then we started gigging around Philly, started you know getting some notoriety, which was great. And then we realized that we needed to change up the rhythm section a little bit, mm -hmm. so we got a new drummer who actually had played with me in previous bands back home. He's one of my best friends, Mike. Okay. And then he's been with us ever since. It's been the unit ever since. And then when we, we hit the studio, literally as soon as Mike joined the band and recorded over at Quarry Sound, right outside of Philadelphia here. And it was a fucking great experience. Um, I'm very proud of the album and how it came out and working with the guys we did. Cool. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about the song we just heard? Yeah, Raise Your Soul. Bit. How did it happen? Um, it was one of those up? great, like, spontaneous band moments where, you know, it's 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 cool when you write and you're by yourself and you bring an idea, but it's it's special when, like, you're in the room at that at that moment and someone comes out with something and it, everybody just goes for it. And that's what happened. Chester just had that riff and, you know, Mike just started banging on the drums and Freshy just came in and then literally the song was, like, just birthed there. I don't even know where the words came from. It was like one of those things that I like sat down for like minutes and was like, oh, what am I going to write? They, they just came out. Even the hook, <laughs> like it was just already there. So, so already it, was, it was really cool. It was just like one of those very like, you know, organic, awesome just kind of songwriting experiences. Kind of, yeah, everything Which was a lot place. of the early stuff. A lot of those songs on the album are, are very much that us jamming together, working out ideas. Now, now, how did you guys all meet? I know we don't have them here, so we're going to rely on your honesty. Yeah. Um, like I said, I met Freshie in high school. Yeah. First time I met Freshie, he um, had a DJ turntable and a Tupac Shakur record, and he, <laughs> and he was trying to trying to scratch. We, we will not hold that against you, Freshie. Nah, he didn't even play bass yet, but I just I saw that he loved music a lot, like me, and we bonded like right away. And he actually didn't start playing bass until he was about 18, and now he's turned into one of the best young bass players in Philadelphia. He plays with so, so a ton you, of people. You inspired him to play bass then? No, I wouldn't say that. He always had that in him, but he definitely, um, as as we started getting more and more serious about music, like he was just like, I'm, I'm going to learn an instrument, and he did it. And he, oh, that's cool. And he got very, very good. And then I've known Mike since I was in kindergarten. We went to elementary school together. 
he Mike has always been involved um, in the same like music theater choir band playing that I was involved in too so it's just natural like to ask him to join the band and then Chester was totally by chance I mean we got lucky we stumbled upon an incredible guitar player just by like saying yo man can you can you bring someone in mm. now did you uh did you th th your first this is your first EP right or or, or, or yeah. CD I shouldn't say I don't know what an EP is versus a long yeah, you know yeah, I think it's EP, the difference LP, between like five album. six songs but right you're, you're so this is your first foray into it yeah right? so this is our first introduction to the world for okay sure. and, you, and you did eight was there any particular um, a lot of bands will do like a single or maybe a lower EP or whatever was there any particular reason why you guys decided to do a full eight songs? Or I, I, I mean, wanted it to be ten songs, but we just didn't have the funds in the end to, you know, it's okay. you know, an album is definitely costs a good amount of cash. And yeah, it was absolutely. an investment. So I wanted to do ten songs, but then it came apparent like uh, we should really do eight, and it's cool because the other two songs that didn't get on the album obviously will be recorded later, and they're great tunes, and we have a bunch of new tunes now that we've just been sitting around on. But uh, eight, eight's like a cool, like classic, you know, lineup. It's like Zeppelin one, maybe. <laughs> I think it's actually nine songs. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Absolutely. We should have made it two sides. I mean, we should have done like a Yes album. I mean, I'm impressed by every track on the uh, on the Thank EP you. or on, on the CD. Uh, seriously, it really um, just like it, it's rare that you hear something that's almost like. Wow, each one of these could be a, an individual single, in my opinion. Okay. No, that's that's um, awesome. So, uh, are there any? Is there a particular song that you find that you are particularly proud of off the album? Well, I'm definitely proud of them all. Um, one unique song on the album that um, was another experience where, like, it just happened in that moment in the room. Uh, we were working for a little bit with this guy named Harry Zelnick, who uh, played in a great band in Philadelphia called Nico's Gun, who's one of my favorite bands. And uh, Harry had come over one day, and he was working with us on songs because I originally wanted him to produce the album. And out of nowhere, Freshie just came in with this real, like, Parliament Funkadelic kind of bass line and just <laughs> everything, like, everybody started jamming together, and Harry got up on the mic, and he's like, I'm a superstar, I drive a big old car. And, you know, and just, like, rapping a little bit. But yeah. it totally inspired uh, how I... Uh, did the vocals on on the rest of that track and it's about it's, the character that i'm talking about is is harry it's it's him and i miss him a lot he's he lives in puerto rico now that, that's what he got out of the city that's great but it was inspired by like his character and his his whole personality so that that's a, i think it's a very unique song i, I like how it starts off almost like kind of like in your face like whoa, whoa what's going on and then you know it's very loose and funky in the verses and then goes back to that very chaotic almost almost metal <laughs> Uh, like breakdown, <laughs> yeah, which you know, I'm not, like, I'm not a huge metal guy. Like I, I like hard rock, but like uh. when it comes to like metal, you know, I'm, not, I'm not like a metal dude or anything. But have you? It's uh, cool. To, it's fun to play. A lot. Uh, wh how can you? Can you tell us a little bit about your musical influences as oh, yeah. far as growing up? Uh, I was really lucky that I grew up in an incredibly musical loving family. Um, my mom and dad both are music nerds same thing with my brother so i got a lot of the 60s and 70s from my mom and dad zeppelin uh -huh. rolling stones the beatles david bowie all those greats and then my brother was hardcore into all the great 90s bands so nirvana radiohead all that great alternative music that was that was happening 
And I, I just, I'm from day one, even before like I thought about being like a, a musician or anything. I just love music. Music always made me feel good. It always just was that natural high of listening to a song, and yeah, giving you goosebumps. just getting you by and stuff like that. Exactly. Oh man, it's it's it was the best. Uh, music here now to play it and have that other end of it and see like when you're playing a great show and seeing people having a great time. Mm-hmm. It, it's I don't think there's any better you, feeling than live you get, music. You get to be the deliverer of that. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's that's incredible. It's a right? great feeling, man. So. Um, I've I've list I've watched I shouldn't say watched but I've read a lot of reviews about um, your band and your music where yeah. they compare you to, say you know like um, Nine Inch Nails meets um, you know Red Hot Chili Peppers or mm-hmm. or uh, something like that. But how would you describe the music of your band? Uh, I would say that it's a eclectic mix of of a classic you know I don't want to call it retro but just music that is timeless and then what i believe in like like you're saying like out the songs on the album you feel like each one can hold up to their own and i yeah. think that's what's most important and any style of music you're doing these days or anything is about having a piece of or a song or a piece of music that people are going to listen to 20 years from now mm. and it's not going to sound dated and it's not going to sound like a trend or exactly. like it's just it's just a piece of, it's a classic tune so that's the, that's what i think we like we aspire to be as a band it's just a timeless great band whether it's rock, whether we're doing funk, whether it's R&B, whether it's di- anything. I mean, I don't want to ever limit myself on the amount of music we can do because I come from a school where like, I love folk music, I love mm-hmm. classical music, I love rock music, I love jazz. Why would I ever want to limit myself? And that's, no, that's no, my no, issue exactly. with some bands that get like, very stuck in one sound or they think they have to be a certain way. My, some of my favorite artists constantly evolved and changed. I mean, look at, look at a guy like David Bowie. Came out at first, just very acoustic, folky dude. Then the whole glam thing. And then he comes to Philadelphia, he's doing R and B, and then he's yep. getting all coked and freaked out in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I like seeing that. that, and that to me is a true a true sign of an artist who's willing to push themselves time and time yes. again, yes, and evolve. I mean, but then there's bands like ACDC who are fucking great, but they stick to the same formula their whole their whole career. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I like I want to be di- as diversified as possible. So I would say that we're a great blend of what's classic and then what's also current right now. As far as having that up, you know, energy of of what people go to see shows now, because the whole MDMA generation and everything, it's very much about that energy. Yeah, they don't necessarily want to sit there and just watch a regular rock band. Mm-hmm. So for me. It's like as a front man, I need I know every night when I go out there, I better fucking put it in. No, no, no. You're and you're bring right it, with it, or else, well, you know, what's the point? You know, uh, when you talk about the diversity of your music, okay, obviously, uh, we only have happily only have you here tonight, as opposed to the whole band. Mm-hmm. But can you take us a little bit through what the songwriting process is for your band? Yeah, it's it's very uh, it's very much what we were talking about earlier about us just being in the room together and coming with an idea and saying, "Yeah, man, you know, I got this riff." Or a lot of it has actually started with Freshy and his bass lines, which has been really nice because mm-hmm. you know, starting with the bass line, having that foundation already set up, like it's just fantastic for everything else to just kind of come in. And Freshy's such a good bass player and, and really believes in holding it down and and writing good bass parts. And I'm a big fan of that and and. And music and the style of music I like, I like when I hear a lead bass player a little bit out because people t- underestimate yeah, yeah. bass uh, sometimes and don't realize that like you know bass is so versatile. I mean, the, for me, the rhythm section is everything in a band. I feel like your band is truly only as good as your drummer, 
and the rhythm section you got because that's what's driving everything. Man. Nope, nope, nope. I agree with you on that. You one know, you could have some wackadoodle singer up there. You know, <laughs> it'd still be great, but like, you better have a tight, tight backbone always. So, like, a lot of that it starts with the rhythm section and then it kind of comes in with me doing melodies and lyrics and same thing with Chester, him working out riffs. And it's it's fun that way. But lately, it's been because of scheduling and them going to school and everything. It's been very much like me now, writing at my house or Freshie coming to me with ideas. Gotcha. And now we're you know we've been getting together and just working all out like we have. It's 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 all even. Like no, it's no like one central songwriter. It's like I'm I no, am no, the, no, no, no. You're the man. Not, I'm I am Oz. not the great powerful. Exactly, Oz. I'm not. You know. But I do do a lot as far as uh, you know, fucking emailing and promoting. Oh well, sure. You know, sure. and you have you better There's take that responsibility once you're a front man exactly. too. You if you don't have your front man out there. <laughs> promoting the band who like what the hell (laughs) (laughs) you gotta do it absolutely you gotta do it so um i'll tell you what why don't we take let's do another song right now uh what song are we gonna hear i want to put on leave me alone that's one of my other uh personal favorites on the album what what can can you give us a little bit of background about why do you like that one so much this song's actually about my ex-girlfriend and it's it's about succubus uh ways Uh that that a woman can do to you and they pry out your, those. your heart and soul. You know, you know. What I'm oh, I absolutely know about. And what it's, you're it's just telling you, just leave me alone. All right, all right, cool. Just leave me alone. Well, this is uh, <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> in a very funky, fun way, though. <laughs> yeah, you know? I was gonna say that, like, leave me alone, bitch. I mean, leave you, me can alone. Make, you can make that record over and over again. They still oh, yeah. won't listen. But at least she and made she, it much more And she, to this day, has no idea the song's about her. That's the best part. And, like, she knows the song. Well, she's not going to She's gonna like, I like from, that song. She's not going to hear from so us. I'm glad you do. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not going to tell. <laughs> I swear. Shh, exactly. It's not about my ex-girlfriend either. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is Leave Me Alone. <laughs> God, I can't believe I'm laughing that hard about it. Uh, all right, everybody, just chill back and listen to this. <laughs> Don't make her play her game 
right, that was Leave Me Alone. Oh, yeah. Hey, where Whoa. are you people? Uh, leave, me people? <laughs> leave, leave Me Alone. But don't leave the fucking band alone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, where can people find out about you guys and, and get the latest info and everything else for your band? We will finally have uh, an official website up very soon, which is a long time coming, but we'll have that up. What's well, um, very soon? Uh, I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> Um, at least, dick. at least next month. You know, we finally got everything set in play. So October. Yeah, October it will be launched. Um, but for now, you can check us out at uh, Bandcamp, uh, b l c k s t r s dot bandcamp dot com. You can also find us at twitter dot com slash black s t r s. And we have a Facebook page. You know, you can you can also find me on Instagram if you want to see some nice baby pictures. Ba- baby pictures? Yeah, or? you know, Throwback Thursday. All right, big not, big not day for me always. Baby pictures or yeah. and band and band photos. Okay, well, but say. yeah, a lot a lot of old school photos. You know, you, you do the baby but, pictures. It's a like my senior portraits like, on there. It's pretty epic. Mm, yeah, I'm all shagged out. Is it really? Oh the man, I had hair and that's just not your not your date, right? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> you got you got the tulip thing like where like. Someone's face. Like I got this really wicked head tilt. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And the hair's just swag. I remember those I photos. It. God, that's before photographers really had to do anything. Classic. So you know, I got to ask this question: um, If you were, if you were stuck in an elevator right now, and you had twenty seconds to convince the person next to you to listen to your band <laughs> without threatening them, yeah, with violence, what would you tell? I would say uh, that if you believe in good rock and roll and you want to hear a band that works their ass off and brings it every time they play and has a great album, you need to listen to my band. All right, all right. That's, that's a pretty and good I, I put argument. it to them very firmly, just like that. You, you'd be like all of it. Very Yo, firm. motherfucker, if you want to listen, yeah. bitch. <laughs> No, go ahead, go like, ahead. Like, whisper that one here, you know. Listen, bitch. Go ahead. Bitch. I got the best fucking band around. You better listen to it. Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. You know, I did say don't threaten them. I didn't say not in a threatening tone. Okay, no, you know, sometimes bad. women like that aggressive feel, man. Oh, it's true. Sometimes, it's true. But what was no, it? They dude, don't man? like what these guys, guys man, half the time. They really don't. No, no, I agree, I agree with you on that one. I don't <laughs> you got to read that Tucker Max book, dude. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, whatever his name is. He's, he's got all the, the if answers. I if I were to look through your um your music collection right now, what would I find that was fucking interesting? Fucking interesting. Yeah, it just uh, stuck out completely. Like you know, maybe that you weren't expecting right now. Uh, yeah, got some Otis Redding I've been listening to. Uh, I might expect that. You honestly. might expect some Otis yeah, from you guys. Sure. Okay, Fuck okay, yeah, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right, but you know, I, it's funny because I bring up like guys. Don't like worry, Otis. you don't have to commit to the boy bands. It's okay. Yeah, well, I just got through a Justin Timberlake phase, actually. You know, uh, <laughs> you can say whatever you want about JT. That dude's fucking phenomenal, very good. But it's funny, but like I'm just talking about Otis. I bring up guys like that to to like my friends or you know people just talking about music, and it, it shocks me how many people don't know. Don't know who he is, and I'm like, are you? Are kidding me? You don't know who Sam Cooke is? Or Otis Redding? No. What are you... And it's just... It's, it's a shame. Yep. It's a shame. But you know what? You probably... Probably wouldn't find a whole lot that's like completely... Um, you know, like, whoa, he's, he's listening to Bach right now. But uh, I've been really into this band Tame Impala uh-huh. from Australia. They're the psychedelic rock band. They are the shit. They're very good. I don't know. What's, you guys may have heard one of their songs on the radio right now. It's called Elephant. 
What what's the name of the band? Again? Tame Impala. Tame Impala. Okay. Very very good band. See, and you know I, I, I listen to a lot of the local bands, man. I mean, like I said, I mentioned them earlier. Nico's gone. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Philly local band. Dragon King, mm-hmm. another very very good good stuff. Philly local band. Uh, Swift Technique. If you guys ever heard them, yep. they're like one of the best live bands I've seen. And that's where I'm at now. It's like I, I always have like my favorites who are like you know. The Beatles, the Stones, all those guys. Sure, now, sure. Those now are that I'm involved in the music scene, like I just want to spread the word about all my very talented friends as well, you know, and mm-hmm. get their music out there, and 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 listening to it too. It's cool. It's like cool having a recording from your friends to be like, these are my buddies. And they rule. <laughs> <laughs> They're really it's, good. It's the ultimate insider baseball when it comes to music. Yeah, where you like, you know, something and it inspires you too because I'm like, I listen to like a Nico's Gun Wrecker, and I, you know, they're they're a band that like constantly. Uh, influences me because they love all the same stuff I love. They love Prince. They love George Clinton. They love yeah. James Brown. They love a lot of good rock, you know, the Stones and all that. And you can hear it all in their music. They're very good songwriters. And that's where I, like, really am right now. It's just like, I want to be the best songwriter I can. Because yeah. I've had this discussion many times with, with musicians, and I say it all the time. A good songwriter beats a good musician any day of the week. Yep, yep. You I, could be the best freaking guitar player in the world, but if you can't write a good tune, what what's the point, man? Exactly. I agree with you. You gotta be able to, to make the art. Nope, nope, very true, very true. Yeah. So uh wrap up question here. What's next for Black Stars? Uh, what happens we, after we you got, play tonight? We got a lot of dates coming up and as far as uh like I said, we're definitely gonna be going back into the studio, uh recording an E P, like a five song E P. Yeah. Release that uh relatively soon. I hope they get it out by winter. And do another one and get it out by summer and then i'm just looking to branch out i want to get out of philly i want to play different places i want to start spreading the word as much as possible i think Sweet. we've done a really good job of establishing ourselves around here mm-hmm. amongst the scene and i want to now take you know take our show take it on spots road. because get it out i know yep. if you know man we hit some audiences like, who the hell are these guys <laughs> man yeah you know, and i love that i love playing in front of new people you know it's, like, it's great playing in front of your friends and they come out and support. But yeah, when you yeah. Get, when but you initially play in front of a new audience, when you when you perform with somebody that aren't your friends and they appreciate what you do, it's yeah. validation. It's not something that you feel exactly. somewhat like. Well, they kind of like they're my friends, so they kind of will do that. For and them. I'm hungry for that. I'm hungry because yeah. you know I'm I'm lucky that I'm 23 right now and we've worked very hard over the last three years. And I feel like if I just keep putting in the hard work and stick with it and stay around. Only good things can come out of it. Yep. So the hard work will do it. I am. Cool. Well, I want to thank you for taking time to uh, join thank us. Thank you guys for having me. I really, really, really appreciate it. You guys are all really good guys and unclaimed bands. What you guys do is very cool. <sighs> well, you know, we love Got my we love the original music. You'll be rocking the wristband all thank night. Thank you all so night. much. I got like three of these now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear one on my ankle. Okay, I don't know where the third one's going to go. Uh, so you know, I get some If you can stretch that far. All right, everybody. This is Sean from Unclaimed Bands. And Thanks for having me. Has uh, been our, our our guest, Black Stars. Uh, until the next time, everybody, um, keep checking back, listening for new music and uh, more interviews that we do here. Uh, until later, Black Stars. And yeah, listen to Black Stars. Thank you. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.